you got it. Five-star rating, favorable review, roll and tape. Yeah. Hello there, podcast land. My name is Billy. And my name is Christy. And you are listening to the Front Porch Sessions podcast, where we are coming to you once again live on tape from the front porch. We just make sure you know that as we get going, because you may have a little extra background noise, and maybe a little bit of wind, maybe a little bit of traffic, maybe some neighbor yelling at their kid. <laughs> Which we don't hear a lot of that. We may hear some kids playing and laughing. We don't hear a lot of parents yelling at their kids. So that's probably a good thing. But we just want you to know that at the outset. And while we're getting uh, through things that you need to know as we get started on this particular episode, we would love it if you would do us a favor. That is to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. Give us a favorable review and a five-star rating because we love you five stars and we'd appreciate it if you loved us five stars back. While you're doing things for us, go ahead and check us out on Instagram. We are the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. There you can follow our stories and our feed. And if you'd like to, you can communicate with us in that way as well. So find us there on the Front Porch Sessions podcast on Instagram. We did have a story question this past week about what artist or musician slash band, I don't remember exactly how we worded it, that you had seen multiple times. And there were some interesting answers that had come in from there. Uh, not really any huge surprises. There mm. was uh, there was one or two that people put in that <laughs> I was like, really? I wouldn't have expected you from that. There was one or two that I have no idea who that mm. person actually is. Yeah. I've heard maybe one song from them, didn't know they did anything else. I was also a little shocked that it wasn't put out there in such a way to make it easy for us to share, but somebody had saw Barry Manilow multiple times in person. <laughs> but they wanted to keep that on the download, so we will not be giving any names out. But if you are the one that listens to the podcast, you're a porchy, and you have seen Barry Manilow several times, there's nothing to be ashamed about. There's probably a support group for you, too. I want to know if you're a fan of Lowe. Ooh. Right? Well, I would think if you saw somebody multiple times, you would be a fan. Hopefully. That or you have really terrible friends who keep forcing you to go <laughs> see an artist you have no interest in. Okay. And I think your mom saw Barry Manilow yep. back in the day. Yep. Yep. And he sang that song, I write the songs that the whole world sings or something <laughs> like that. And my understanding is he didn't actually write that song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> somebody else wrote it for him. Uh, well, she's seen him and she's seen Elton John. Probably some other notable figures. I should have asked her because... Captain she, and Tennille? Maybe. I don't know. I think so. Has she told us that? And yeah. I just don't remember. I, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, you, she is she's a musical connoisseur, uh, a pianist, and so it makes sense. I want to say maybe she's even seen Billy Joel. Again, to me, that makes sense to watch or go see artists who are pianists. I, I like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, good times ahead. <laughs> good times ahead. Well, how was your week? You know, my week was pretty interesting. I was filled with some highs and some lows. Uh, but I will say the highs were crazy high. And uh, unfortunately, the lows were needing of those big highs. Uh, so very interesting. I, I'll say it's that. It was a very interesting week. What about you? I think it was overall a good week. Okay. That's that's the best I can say about it, I think. <laughs> it, it was a good week. Uh, I don't know that there were any real highs, any real lows. We as a family uh, made a pretty big decision, and we may talk about that in a, a month or two on the podcast, but I feel really comfortable with that decision that we made as a family. Uh, you had a lot of meetings yeah. 
a whole lot of meetings uh, taking place at night, so that put a little bit of strain. I guess strain's not really the right word, but definitely paying attention to what time it is, to calendars, Mm. about where I needed to go when to take care of what kid, plus Mm -hmm. to do the things that I had to do outside of that. Because normally we can split up on kid duty in the evening, but... You had some very long meetings yes. that, that made it a little bit more difficult. Uh, there were some things I was reading for work that one day I'm just like, I'm leaving. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I deal in a, a world sometimes that sees the worst in humanity so mm. I can be able to teach about it. And normally this doesn't bother me. I think it was just such a concentrated effort. Is that the right word? Concentrated amount of time. Yes. With this one particular subject. It was like six hours. And yeah. I'm like, I'm leaving early now. Early was like five minutes, but I had to get out of there. You're, it still counts, right? You're yes. the rebel that got out of work early. Yes, because that's what I had to do. But yeah, I think it was a pretty good week. Good. I'm glad for that. I had the opportunity to see the girl child play volleyball for the first time. She's pretty good. So she is not bad. We saw a scrimmage, but this was the first game uh, that worked in, and, and that was exciting to be yeah. able to go do that. Yeah. Maybe I'll probably be able to catch one or two. Well, I don't really know. I think she has three more home games. Okay, now I should be able to catch at least three more yeah. games. There's one that's away that I'll be going to. And <laughs> I, I think with cross country, the only one because of the way their schedule works out with my schedule, it will be the home meet yeah. that I'll be able to go to. But I was able to get in an away meet a couple of weeks ago for that. Yeah, I was not. And I was really disappointed about that. And Coop was pretty generous, like, it's no big deal. It's no big deal, which I appreciate that. But as a parent, like sometimes you really want to find ways to show your support. And me not going to an away game felt like I was somehow not being supportive. But either way, uh, we will get to see him at home uh, in a few weeks, actually. It's it's closer than, than we might imagine. So, Yeah, one of the things that, and I'm probably going to get hate mail or something for this statement, mm-hmm. and that's fine. One of the things I don't quite understand is the n- parents that can be at everything. I, it's amazing. Uh, particularly with like middle school or junior high, depending on where you live, is what they call it. But they normally play earlier. Yes. Yes. And so all these people, uh, you know, some of them having to take off work to go to these things. Yeah. Or whatever. And it may be the, just the type of job they have. If right. we were in a different line of work, we could probably go in early, work right. through lunch. But we have set schedules because we have to show up to teach other people. <laughs> and they're just sometimes <laughs> we can't get out early enough to be able to make it. So Yeah. Yeah, it's it's something that I certainly wish I had a little bit more flexibility in doing that. But again, she apparently really enjoys the fraternization that goes on on the bus. So, for instance, you're... She loves the bus, yes. Yeah, you're going to go and watch her play away, and her only question or qualifying statement was, but I can still ride the bus, right? (laughs) Yeah, she asked if she could still ride the bus back. So So she enjoys it. I'm like, that's fine. Which, actually, that night, it turns out that you're going to have another meeting. Yeah. So it may work out that I don't have to stick around because she would have to stay for all the teams. So I could just go ahead and and head back in case I needed to get uh, the other child from his pickup whenever yeah. that comes because they're yeah. both competing on the same day in different places different places different times a little bit like they're just they're close to the same time but not quite yeah, yeah. we have All to get right. creative with some of that stuff yeah 
I mean, we're not the only ones. No. Lots of people out no. there have to do it. We just have a podcast where we can talk about it. Yeah. Well, my so. thought was if he gets back earlier than we're expecting him to, oh, darn, I got to leave my meeting early. You know, oh. it wouldn't be the end of the world. Oh, it so happens. You're trying to be very strategic with that. Well. So even if I'm back, I should ignore <laughs> that they're almost back so you can go get him. I don't know. We'll see how the meeting goes. <laughs> Well, since the word on the street is that you don't really have a question for me this go around, I've got a question for you. First off, can I say, I thought you might let it alone. I thought you wouldn't call <laughs> call attention to it, but yes, please ask me a question. You know, I wasn't, and I was going to keep going mm-hmm. with it, but I was afraid because of some past episodes that you were going to call me out because I didn't say anything oh. about certain things because there's been stuff before that... We had planned on skipping, but you asked me about it. Oh, so okay. that's why I did it. Okay. So maybe we should actually talk before we sit down to record. <laughs> talk about the episode, not just talk in general, because we do actually. Well, we probably should do both oh. on occasion. Yeah. So what would <laughs> what would happen? What do you think would happen if you got up in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and you went to the bathroom? <laughs> okay. It, it happens. It happens. It happens to all of us here. So you get up in the middle of the night. To go to the bathroom, and first question here related to the the bigger question, do you cut the light on? I do. Okay. I do. I think I do too, because the way our bathroom is situated, you kind of have to, to be able to see with that. Uh, There may be some other places, maybe our our first house, you didn't necessarily have to, because there had windows, some other light coming in, but the way it is, you can't even see really to get to where you need to be. No. In ours in the middle of the night without the bathroom. Okay, so cave. Yeah, and part of the reason I sometimes don't really want to cut on the light is I don't want the light to wake me up. Right. So, okay, you get up (laughs) in the middle of the night, and you go over to the bathroom, you flip on the light, and what would you do if you were like this Texas woman who found a python in her toilet in the middle of the night? Now, we've had a lot of snake stories on we here. We have. We have. Uh, and I'm pretty sure my answer stays the same. Scream and then burn it down. I just cannot begin to imagine a sane response to that. And I know so little about those type of, well, reptiles, period. That there'd be enough fear for me, especially the way ours is laid out. How'd it get there? Are there more? And what happens if I leave because I'm scared? Like, what if it gets away? There is only one way in and out to our bathroom. Yes. And some people are thinking, well, we only have (laughs) one door in our bathroom, too. You're not that special. (laughs) No, you can only get there from one direction. There's only one way. That you can get up there. There's no other way. So you're right. You have to think, how did it get there? Right. Where did it come from? (laughs) Where did it go? Yes. You know, like Cotton Eye Joe there. (laughs) Uh, So this lady walked into her bathroom around 3.30 a.m. when she found a massive python. Oh, this article is a little bit different than the picture. The picture was misleading. I do apologize. (laughs) Um, But she found a massive python chilling on the toilet. Mm Mm-mm. I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, and I opened my bathroom door, switched on the light, and there was a big python hanging out on the back of the toilet, hanging Mm-mm. into my seat, Mm-mm. or into my sink, excuse Mm-mm. me. It freaked me out. Never expected that, she told the news. <laughs> she slammed the door and called 911. Okay, okay, so we have a little bit of a problem here if yes, it's we at do. our house. Yes, we do. Upstairs in our bathroom. Yes. Because of the the design of it. Uh-huh. And let me just go ahead and say this for people listening, and most of you have never been there. 
there's a lot of privacy in our bathroom, the way that it is designed and laid out. But there is no actual bathroom door. No. It is tucked away in like a little nook. If you're going there, you're going there. You're not just randomly going to trip on our bathroom. Yeah, no, you're not going there by accident. No. But the way it's designed, there is no door. And to put a door there would be kind of difficult. I don't know how you could. It would have to be a short door specialty because it's the way it's built into the attic. Right. In the roof line. Right. With there, that would be a challenge (laughs) with that. Uh, So we couldn't slam the door. No. And that's that again is uh, we've had this conversation. The big fear for me would be I don't want to take my eyes off of it because I want to know where it goes in case it goes away. It just slithers around behind the little cabinet thing that's in the floor and just hangs out there. Yes. But then there's the other part of me that would be so scared that I don't want to be looking at it. I want to scream and run away. Would you think you would run around and run down the stairs? Or would you just run straight out the window that's upstairs? <laughs> uh, my thought would be I would run around and wake you up. Although you are, n- I'm trying to think of how to describe you as a sleeper. Like you do have times that you're a heavier sleeper. But if you heard me scream or squeal or something, you'd be up. I would you be would there be before over there. you had a chance to yes. move. Yes. So there would not be an opportunity for me to get down the stairs or run through uh, a wall, you know, Right. Okay. Well, continuing on with this article, it says an officer from the local police department picked up the snake with this lady's hair straightener and took it out of the bathroom. They picked up the snake with a hair straightener? That's what it says. Oh. So I don't know. Is a hair straightener, it's got a little clippy thing, like tongish. Yeah. Yeah. So is that what it means? Or did he like just use the it as a utensil to... Get up under it to pick it up, or did he use it to kind of I'm thinking he, trap it in I there? I think he trapped Would it. Would you get rid of the hair straightener at that oh, point? Oh, for sure. That'd be the end of it. The officer believed the snake might have been someone's pet because it was large and well-fed. <laughs> I thought you were going to say well-behaved. <laughs> it's been eating other animals in the house. Uh, the homeowner thinks the snake got into the bathroom through the toilet. <gasps> well, at least she found it chilling on the, the toilet tank instead of when she sat down. Right. But um Mm-mm. Nope. Um, she's taking. She says uh, she's not taking any risk until the TV station that she's keeping bricks on the lid to keep future animal intruders out of the bathroom. Nope. Mm-mm. So what is it? I mean, that's like the 17th snake story we've had <laughs> on here since we've started. Well, what's your obsession with these? Because I don't know that I would see most of these had you not brought them to my attention. Well, I think part of it, as I know, it freaks you out a little bit. Oh, okay. You enjoy this. Well, yeah, but it's not like bad enough. It's not like I'm I'm putting a snake in there, and I know I don't think it's going to freak you out that bad. But it is interesting uh-huh. uh, with that and to get yeah. your reaction. No, thank you. I have no interest. I don't. I don't get the concept of having a snake as a pet. I we have friends that have snakes as pets. I, I anytime Cooper has even joked about it. I have all but disowned him. Like, it's not even an option. It's not going to happen in this house. I don't know that he seriously is interested, but I feel like you've tried it, too, with me uh, in the past. Yeah, I've mentioned Mm -mm. it because it's a pretty safe pet to have. What? Yeah. I mean, other than them getting out and maybe being scary at times or depending on what type it is, but it's not like you have to take it out for a walk. You know, those type oh, of things. Oh, you're thinking of housekeeping things that makes it a safe pet. No, thank you. Yeah. It's not like we're going to have some poisonous snake just, you know, hop out and crawl around the house. Nope. 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 So, nope. All right. Well, 
Not going to happen. Not going to happen, I know. But there we go. There and we, we go. we've had other people, I mean, so we've had snake stories. They've commented about, oh, try, we've found, you know, so many snakes in our house or, or this type of thing. So No, and you and I have had this conversation before that I really am very afraid of snakes. And you have finally shared with me, largely because I ask you a direct question, and we, we have a no-lying policy in that regard, have you found snakes uh, on our property? Because they're pretty common around here, apparently, depending on what part of town you live in, that they, they'll be in your uh, yard. And yeah. you've said, like, small ones, I think is what you've told me. I'm going to just assume and not ask any further questions that you are meaning literally like three-inch little snakes. Okay. <laughs> you didn't ask those type of questions. Nope. So, yeah, I mean, it's just where you live. Everybody's going to have them. You think? They're just not in the house. Yeah, you'll see them in the yard every once in a while. Really? I will be honest with you, and that doesn't imply that I've been lying up to this <laughs> point because I haven't. That's just a statement mm -hmm. that people make. I haven't seen a snake in our yard in years. Okay. In years and years. Okay. I like um, that. I, I would say at least five years. Okay. If not longer than that. Very it's nice. It's been a long time. Very nice. So you, you're safe. Okay. No snakes in the yard, no snakes in the toilet. Well, and I'll tell you, I that's been a major reason I have never been interested in us having a like a sandbox or anything like that. Oh, uh, because that's where sometimes they gather? Yep. yep. I got no, you. No, thank you. I got no, you thank there. You. Well, since I'm asking you questions, let's, uh, let's switch gears a little bit okay. to something else. Now, we had talked a little bit and we'll save this for later because I want to talk to some of my friends to get their answers uh, and the past two episodes have been more music related mm -hmm. we'll have a third music related episode coming up pretty soon okay and I've got a question for us to discuss on that and hopefully to generate a lot of feedback but I'm not really sure how to answer the question myself okay. yet <laughs> and I want to get some of my friends opinions but I need to do that in person not over text okay so we'll come back to that but I, I was thinking about a number of different things. Is, is there or are there a food or foods? Man, this is getting con convoluted here. <laughs> are there foods that you didn't like as a child that you like now? I'm sure. What are they? I knew you were going to follow up with that. I don't know, honestly. There are things that, as I've gotten older... Like, in retrospect, I wonder if the things I didn't like were things that I just didn't try or didn't want to try or didn't want to like. And now, as an adult, I'm a little bit more open to. But I actually think that the bulk of what I didn't like as a kid probably has stayed true. I don't really know. Well, should I say what, what you have actually brought me around to? Uh, that's up to you. I mean, you're the one that's going to have to deal with the backlash if there is any, because I don't know what you're going to say. Well, pork chops. Pork chops. It, it seems like such a simple thing, but... Um, you used to not like pork chops, and now like you like pork, pork chops? I, yes, yes. And I think that is 100% because of you, that you, um, you're just really good with them. And I Ladies never... and gentlemen, you heard it here first on the Front Porch Sessions podcast. I'm really good with pork chops. <laughs> I'm putting that on my resume. You should. I'm trying to get a new I job, and I'm going to put that on my resume. Good with pork chops. Good with pork chops. They're pretty good. What about you? Do you have something that... So, what? no, no. What is it about that you maybe didn't like before about pork chops, and now you like? You really are trying to get me in trouble. No. All right. Um, 
I did not know that they were supposed to be juicy. I was oh, okay. uh, under the opinion that pork chops had to be super dry to make sure that they were... Um, Cooked properly. Yes. And so I'd only had them super dry. Oh, please don't listen to Okay, well, you can stop there. So you're <laughs> saying that the way that I create your pork chops, they're more juicy than you had experienced yes. in life. And it has okay. allowed me to actually taste incredible flavors, which, by the way, okay. you are not afraid of flavor. And so you always, you just do a phenomenal job with them. So besides the fact that I can actually chew them and swallow, oh boy. I will tell you this, pork chops in general can be tough. It, it takes some knowledge and some practice and, and some care to, to figure it out because you can easily overcook them or dry them out and not mean to do so. Mm -hmm. It's not like people mean to turn it into shoe leather <laughs> with that. But there is also, and some of it has changed over time about the different temperatures, but there are certain foods that you they say you need to cook to X temperature to make sure it kills any bacteria or something yeah. with that. And I think because of that, some people tend to overcook things. Oh, okay. You know, ground meat, they say, like for a hamburger, it needs to be well done. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand that to a degree, particularly with the way it's it's processed and on certain machines. But I'm not sure that it actually has to be well done. Uh, it's thank a goodness. safety thing. So, yeah, and a lot of times too. Now I use an instant read thermometer to make sure. Yeah. We get to this the recommended temperature, and then I normally stop there. Yeah. With that. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I just do it by feel or or sight, but yeah. All right. So what something that I didn't like that now I do like. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, I would eat them, but I, they weren't anywhere on a uh, my favorite list. Okay. They maybe not were not even on a thing I thought were good list. <laughs> and it was Brussels sprouts. Oh, and it's good actually one. Brussels sprouts. Oh, there is that okay. S. It's not Brussels sprouts. I've looked before and yeah. thought it was one of those things that could so go either way. The city? Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't remember, but it actually is Brussels okay. sprouts. Okay. So if you see that, that's, that's correct way, at least according to what I found on the internet. Uh, yeah, I would prefer to say Brussels sprouts yeah, because yeah. it rolls off easier. Uh, growing up, I would have them some. I didn't like them. How are I they prepared? Uh, out of a box. What? They came out of a box and a fro they were frozen. Oh. And they were in a box at that point in time. And they were probably just boiled. See, that's how I think my mom made them too, and I had no interest. And they were I thought just slimy. they were just like, yeah, they were slimy. They were just like little cabbages. Yeah. And I didn't really mm -mm. know what it is that, you know, I think mm -mm. I've grown to like cabbage more than I used to, like cooked with that. But yeah, Brussels sprouts is a big one for me. I actually yeah. like them now. We would eat them much more often if we could, I think. Yeah, and we do them differently. We don't uh, boil them for the most no. part. Sometimes we do have to get them frozen, but they come in bags now. <laughs> because <laughs> do you think we, that matters? It might. Okay. It might, but I still don't do that. If I have to do that, I will put them in the microwave for just a few minutes to start the defrosting. Uh -huh. Is that what you would call it? I almost said de-thawing. Oh. <laughs> but to defrost them a no, little bit and take them out just enough. So uh, doing it that way or using fresh ones, we'll cut them in half. Mm -hmm. And then you put some olive oil in your cast iron skillet. Oh. Then salt. Ding, ding, ding. What? Cast iron skillet. Oh. And then you put them cut side down on mm -hmm. there over in a medium heat or so and start that charring process and then you flip them and you're making my mouth water typically at that point uh, when they're close to done if necessary i might add a touch more salt and typically some lemon pepper mm. if we have fresh lemons i'll just put some fresh lemon on it and so yeah so good. you kind of have these charred griddled 
Brussels sprouts. So good. Some of them are crunchy. Some of them aren't. But that's that's kind of how I prefer them, I think. They're crunchy on the outside, but tender still somehow in the middle, I guess. They're so good. You, I don't know. Well, we've had them in a restaurant before, and they were really good there. But you just do a phenomenal job with them. I, yeah. We had them at one restaurant of, as an appetizer. I was going to say, like an appetizer, I think. Yeah, it was an Italian restaurant or a pizza restaurant. Yeah, oh, yeah. And we were on, actually on our way out to California for a wedding. Yeah. And it was the day before we flew out. We stopped there. At this place to eat before we went to to go spend the night to sleep, and yep. we thought this is kind of weird. Let's try it, and they were really good. They were really good. So, what about the opposite of that? Are there foods that you liked as a kid that you don't <laughs> like now? Well, yes, I definitely rediscovered one of those things. Um, well, very recently. Um, won't talk about that because I think we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But um, let me think. What? What are some things that I used to like as a kid, but I don't now? I would say there's a lot of super sweet, super sugary things that I don't, I really don't have the palate for anymore. Um, there's certain things, certain things that the kids like that I've maybe like taken a bite of, or even like drinks that I just, I nope, it's too much now. It leaves leaves me more thirsty than when I took the first drink, kind of thing. Okay. What about you? I don't know that there is anything. Oh. I can't think of anything offhand. Can, hmm. you, can you think of anything? I've told you, oh, I loved this as a kid, and now I don't. No, but I, we'll I don't. have to pay attention. Yeah, I don't really like Coca-Cola. <laughs> and I we were talking about this earlier today, that as a kid, I drank it a lot. But I don't know if I loved it or if I loved the idea of it, because my grandfather sure. would always get it in glass bottles. Yeah. They were really cold. I think it was maybe sort of a treat, but not really. Mm. It was more of that glass bottle thing, but that's not my preferred soft drink now. But so, yeah, yeah I can't really think of something. I know there are a few things. Yeah. And I'll have to th think about it or pay attention because every once in a while we'll get something like, oh, yeah, I loved that as a kid and I haven't had it in ever how many years. And then we get in like, <laughs> and sometimes the. The recipe has changed. Sure. And other times you're just thinking, oh, I just was a dumb kid. I didn't, oh, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Or you like things or whatever. Like there's some, uh, I, I don't want to give it away because we're going to be talking about that as soon as we finish some things. But to where there are things that don't taste good to me now that I remember eating a lot of. But I don't know that I would say I like them. I don't like them now. Hmm. So I don't know if that's just like some taste has changed or if they've changed some of the the processes, I don't really know. I think that's totally possible, that there are just things that we outgrow maybe, that our taste buds evolve or even mature, which is sort of what I think about these super sweet things that I don't really love anymore. What about soft drinks? Do you have like a, a go-to soft drink or is there, are there ones that you're like, nope. And now where we're from in the deep south, everything is Coke. Yeah. We call it Coke. Coke is the generic name for it. Just like Kleenex is the generic name for <laughs> facial tissue. There you go. And people get mad. I've yeah. had people, like, yell at me. <laughs> Seriously, within the past year and a half, yell at me about how dumb that was. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't grow up where you grew up to where you called it something stupid. 
or stupider <laughs> than what I called it. Sorry, stupider. Tucker. Stupider. Oh, boy. You, yeah. So, you know, there's cultural things. Yeah. Yeah, with that. So for us, it's Coke. And years ago, we were asked, somebody was asking us a question about this and said, okay, I'm fascinated by this idea because I hear in the Deep South, uh, every soft drink is a Coke. So when you go out to eat, how do you order? Do you say that I want a Dr. Pepper Coke or I want a Mountain Dew Coke? And I just looked at the gentleman and said, no, you just order a Mountain Dew or a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> you don't. Coke is just the generic name. Yeah. Like if I ask you, hey, do you want a Coke? Mm-hmm. And you would say yes. Well, I know that you want a Coca-Cola. I do, yes. But if we were somewhere else, I may ask, you know, hey, do you want a Coke? I'm going to go get something. And you're like, yeah, okay, what do you want? Yeah. It's no different than me saying, do you want a soda or do you want a pop or whatever? Don't do that. You don't like it when people make fun of other people's voices. I, I don't. I had something in my throat. <laughs> Okay, so do you do you have a preference of of Coke? What's your favorite and what's your least favorite? I I really love Coca-Cola and I'm one of those weirdos that I'm actually okay with Pepsi. And there's certain foods, so for instance, anytime I've eaten Chinese in the last 20 years, they always seem to be Pepsi restaurants and I've come to associate Pepsi with Chinese food. So I actually am ambidextrous in that way. Um, probably my least favorite. Can, can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah. Way back when we were early married, there was a Mexican restaurant that they served Pepsi. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, if we were having any sort of Mexican food, yes. you wanted a Pepsi because yes. it just didn't seem right. Yes, 100%. Okay, so your preference is Coke. Yes. But unlike a lot of people, you'll drink a Pepsi. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, you'll go out places and you'll ask, hey, can I get a Coke? And they'll say, no, we don't have Coke. We have Pepsi. Is that okay? Yeah. And you'll say, yeah, that's fine. Where yeah. other people may say, no, yeah. it's not the same. Yeah. And they do taste different. They do. Absolutely. I, okay. I'm not a huge Coke guy and I'm not a huge Pepsi fan. Okay. But I would, out of the two, I would, I think I prefer Pepsi over Interesting. Coke. Okay. Well, we yeah. all do seem to have our favorites. Uh, by the way, I also love cherry Pepsi and cherry Coke. So uh, there's certain places. like Which I can't stand. You, you, yes, that's true. I I just, yeah, I really enjoy those. So okay, I'll, you I'll started with the, there's certain places. Well, I was going to say, um, whenever we go to a big box warehouse store, sometimes we'll get soft drinks, and they have cherry Coke there, and I get it there every time. I don't really know why that I do it there and then not other places, but I always do it there. Seems like there's another place that I always get cherry Pepsi that I just, that's what I want. So you, you're telling us that you have a more sophisticated palate <laughs> and based upon what you're eating is what kind of soft drink you're going to have with it. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll go with that. What about on the uh, don't like side? I... Uh, I have some that I don't like. I don't like anything diet. I have never been able to tolerate it. I don't like, and I've tried several because, well, that was the popular thing to do. I don't care for diet Coke, diet Pepsi, really diet anything. So I don't like any of those. If we want to just want to go ahead and mark all those off, that's fine. I do not like slice or there's something else. Man, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Do they still make that? I feel like I see it once in a blue moon in like a fountain type situation. Okay, and is that like a, the grapefruit one? Well, isn't that Fresca? Because I was going to say that's the other one that uh, I just cannot, I, I just can't. See, I don't remember if they had two sides of the same 
coin oh, or no, different no. sides of the same coin. Mm. Yeah, two sides of the same coin would be the same thing as different <laughs> sides. Oh, thoughts are hard too here on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah, but I haven't heard about heard slice in twenty years at yeah. least. Twenty five. I'm not a fan. Wow, I'm not okay. a fan. What about you? Yeah, I don't think I'm a fan of Fresca either. <laughs> if that's where we're going. Uh, I prefer soft drink wise Dr Pepper. Uh huh. It's probably my favorite, and right up there with it is more of a regional thing, sure. Sundrop. Yes. Uh, we can no longer find it in the stores where we live. Yeah. So we do have some that we were kind of rationing. That when your parents <laughs> came up to visit, they brought us some. Yeah. Like we didn't have room. Six boxes or yeah, something. Yeah, we didn't have room. When we came back from visiting no. to to bring more. We might have done that. So. Um, yeah, but that's also not something that I drink all the time. No. Because, I don't know, it's got a lot of caffeine in it, I think, which doesn't <laughs> seem to have an effect on me right now. But I'm you're sure just mindful of it. It will, but yeah. So probably Dr. Pepper and Sundrop. Not so much about what I'm eating. Now, sometimes I will drink a caffeine-free Pepsi. Yes. You tend to tr- keep caffeine-free Coke and Pepsi on hand. Mm-hmm. And you prefer the Coke, but you said just buy, get the Pepsi yeah, because totally I know you'll drink it too. Yeah. Every once in a while I'll drink that, but it's not my, my preference. It's not your jam. Man. It's not. So Is there gonna, one that you won't even go near? Uh, I'm not a fan of the flavored stuff. Okay. Like the cherry Cokes, the cherry Pepsis, all those. I think I have tried them once or twice. Sure. And not a fan whatsoever. So that's <laughs> that's probably the things that I won't go near. Gotcha. Uh, I probably won't. I not the diet. That doesn't do it for me. Now. I think you've tried that before. Maybe I have. I know about twenty two years ago, there was a diet caffeine free Coke that I could tolerate. They still make that. Yeah, but I don't want to get back into it. Oh, I and, see. And try. I'm really my. Uh, I would just prefer to drink sweet tea. Uh, well, sure, sure. That's what I have most of the time, sweet tea and sure. water. Well, and you've kind of branched out a little bit. You're getting a little sophisticated on me with these uh, canned beverages. Okay, yeah, and we made a mistake with that. So there is, uh, there are some of the sparkling waters mm-hmm. that I have liked. Now, I've wanted to try them for a while mm-hmm. because I had this idea of I wanted to cut out soft drinks, cut out some of those extra calories, some of the sugar associated with it. And I will go from time to time, I will go for maybe a month or two months without having a soft drink whatsoever. Yeah. And I'll, sometimes I'll limit myself to one glass of, of sweet tea a day or mm-hmm. even supper. Uh, don't worry, I get plenty of water and plenty of coffee. Maybe that's really <laughs> my drink of choice, coffee <laughs> there you from go. sun up to sundown and all year round <laughs> with that. Uh, so we were at a, a graduation party. Mm-hmm. Some friends of ours, their daughter was going to be graduating high school. And I didn't want to buy these other, these sparkling water things if I, because I wasn't sure I liked them or not. And, and you I only didn't see them, them in packages. Like 12 packs yeah. or some of them eight packs. I'm not going to do that. Well, we get there and they have some. Mm-hmm. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, two out of the three kids love it. This and the other. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it. <laughs> It, it was basically drinking carbonated water <laughs> that maybe had driven by a, a lemon-lime grove <laughs> because it didn't really have the flavor. Uh-huh. I'm like, this is gross. Uh-huh. And uh, I tried a second one mm-hmm. that was pamplemousse flavored. <laughs> and some people are immediately going, oh, I know what you're talking about. It found out it's grapefruit. Pample mousse is another name for grapefruit. And it didn't have any flavor either. And that one, I, the first one I could choke down. I don't yeah. remember what flavor it was. The second one, I couldn't. 
But when we were at your parents' house this summer, they had some things of that nature. And they were like, oh, that's not too bad. It's better than the other stuff, but I, I don't know that I'm really a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then wanting to cut out or cut back on some soft drinks when we came back over the summer in the store, like, I'm going to try this. Yeah. Now, they also happened to have it in plastic bottles so we could test it first. Yes. And, and that was good. So there are some sparkling waters. They're, they're caffeine-free. They're calorie-free. They're sugar-free. There's probably something else. Now, here's the gluten deal. Free? They're probably gluten-free <laughs> as well. Yes. Um, they, they are a little bit different, mm-hmm. uh, but it's not bad. You, but there is a difference between sugar-free and unsweetened. Oh, tell me. We found that out. So the two that I like that we've been able to find that I like are the black cherry and the peach. And, and those are really good. Well, we were at a big box warehouse store uh, a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. And, oh, here's the thing. We've been buying the store brand yep. of, of what it is because that's the only one that appears to be sweetened. Yes, it doesn't have sugar, but it has a sugar substitute. So Do you know sweet. what the substitute is? Uh, not off the top of my head. I can't remember. I remember reading about it because there's also a warning on the label. <laughs> and I looked that up and it said, oh, if you don't have these problems, you don't have to worry about it. But I don't you- have those problems, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> so, yeah, so we picked these up and it says unsweetened on it. And in my mind, that translated to no sugar. Right. So we bring home a 24-pack of these variety flavored of sparkling waters, and I like them really <laughs> cold. Yes. You do have to be careful when you put them in the freezer because they tend to freeze quicker than the soft drinks. Mm. Like the sun drop, I love it when it's right on the edge of starting to turn into a slushy. <laughs> it's super cold. Um, and I've had many of these sparkling waters turn into ice. Yes. Because I left it in there the same amount I would the other stuff. Uh, but no, the ones that we bought, they were no sugar, <laughs> and they were nasty. They were like drinking the other stuff. It's it's basically drinking carbonated water with a hint of a smell of a flavor. A hint of a smell. Yeah, so that's it. That's all I got about that. So that's a no from you, dog, huh? That is a no uh, on the the unsweetened ones. Or the, yeah, the unsweetened ones. Well, the ones with no sugar lesson. that they have some kind of sweetener, they, they're better. Yeah, the kids me. tried to tell you, oh, just put some sugar in it. <laughs> yeah, that won't work. Now, we Problem do have solvers. a friend that we were talking about some of this with, and she likes some of those that are the no sugar. They're very flavorless. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, I get it. But you have to get used to it. Yeah. This is something I don't understand. You have to get used to it. Mm-mm. Now, people probably said that about coffee, too. And mm-hmm. when I first started drinking coffee, I have no idea. Maybe it's because it was free. And, <laughs> uh, you know, you put some creamer and sugar in there, and eventually I just weaned all that out, and I'm straight black coffee. But you, she said you have to get used to it. And that she wanted to try it, so she bought the 12-pack, because that's all you could buy it at. Uh-huh. And, and she drank the first one. It's like, this is gross. This is nasty. <laughs> But I don't want to waste money and have to get rid of the others. So by the time she finished that 12-pack of this sparkling water or whatever it's actually called, yeah, she was like, oh, it's not that bad. So now she'll actually drink it. I just, no. I don't know that I can do that. No. And thankfully, the 24-pack that we bought was on clearance or it was just really inexpensive. So I didn't feel all that bad about you experimenting and then not liking it. No, However, it, it does yeah. really bug you that... We've got this palette of <laughs> of cans in our kitchen. Your son has tried to turn into an entrepreneur. He has sold a few of them. 
And he sold a few of them, and everybody that takes it, like, oh, this is nasty. He's like, I told you it was before I sold it to you. So at least there's truth in advertising there. With him, yes. So, yeah, they're not very good. Well, I, I guess it's one of those things that you'll just keep trying until you find the thing. Maybe. I don't know. So we are in the middle to, what would you call this, the middle of September? Middle to late. We're middle to late <laughs> September. I don't even know what the date is anymore. Oh, yeah, we're probably getting over into the to the later realm of yeah. September. Eventually, it's going to turn. Our weather's been weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have a 70-day followed by a 90-day, mm-hmm. and we might be something predicted in the mid-60s, but it's back to 70, and the next day it's 110. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually it is going to turn cooler. What are you looking forward to with uh, the return of fall and cooler temperatures? Well, this is maybe little TMI, but I do not love sweating. And so I'm excited to not sweat and to be able to do a little bit of layering. So in the morning it'll be a little bit more chilly and I can put on a light sweater and then take it off as the day goes on. But to not have those 90-degree middle-of-the-day moments, I'm very excited about that. And frankly, I enjoy the fall smells. There is something different about fall as far as it's a crisp smell. I know that's a weird thing to say. Okay, so I was going to interrupt here and ask you, what does fall smell like? I, I can't and now you it. say it's a crisp smell. Uh-huh. What is that? Well, I don't really know, but I'm curious. Do you not know what I'm talking about? Do you not smell fall? I don't. It smells like pumpkin spice latte, okay? No, I'm just no, kidding. I don't drink that stuff, so. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I think I I think I understand what you're saying here, but I would like you to, to see if you could paint a picture for <laughs> us that we can understand what fall smells like and what the crisp, as you mentioned, smells like. Well, I actually think summer has a smell as well. Sweat, body funk. Well, some variation of that, yes. It just, this is going to sound crazy. It just smells hot. And the summer, the summer, yeah, the summer hot. smells okay. hot. So it's kind of the inverse in the fall that it, I don't know that it smells cool, but it just smells not hot and uncomfortable and sticky. I, I don't know. I'm going to work on it. I'll, yeah, I'll I'm going to, you're going to work on that. And so the next episode, I'm going to report back if on the, letting us know what fall and crisp smells like. What happens but if for, it's not crispy enough? <laughs> oh, so we may need to wait for it to actually turn more fall. Yeah, maybe. For you we'll to be able see. To get okay, we can come back and revisit that in a few episodes. Well, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there for porchies. Here's a good porchies ponder. What does fall smell like? <laughs> You know, how do you, how do you describe that? I'm excited to hear from Sam Dravik. And maybe what does fall what does fall smell like and what are you looking forward to about fall? Yeah. What about you? So, what about me? Are you looking forward to the fall and what about it are you looking forward to? Um yeah, I think I am. I kind of like the change in temperature mm-hmm. and the cooler temperatures, the Christmas of it. I'm not, I, I like that. I don't know how to, I don't know how it smells with that. The, like the different in now. the changes of clothes that, yeah, it is a little bit different when you go outside. Maybe mm-hmm. you do layer with that. It's uh, always weird to me, and we're not the only place that experiences. It seems like Friday night football, and we don't go to a lot of games, but we go to some. Mm-hmm. 
that you it shouldn't be 117 degrees. 100 percent. Yes. I also don't want to go when it's like 20 below. True. Don't get me wrong on that. True. But I don't like it when my toes are freezing while I'm sitting in the stands. Like right. that is not fun. I mean, to but me having either. to you know a, a blanket or something yeah. to cover up with is is not a big deal with that. So yeah, I do like some of the change of season with the the clothes that you you change over to some of the layers, some of the sweaters, mm-hmm. and those type of things. It gets us closer to Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday. Okay. It gets us closer to Christmas, which mm-hmm. is great because people give me stuff. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, there's different things, and I also like it too because there is a little bit for us as a family, a little bit of shift in what we eat. Yes. There's not a there's not a huge shift with it. There are still some staples that we do all year round. It doesn't matter. But we do tend to have more of a fall winter menu mm-hmm. or predominant things mm-hmm. that show up on the menu. Mm-hmm. And then they those go away. Because, you know, I'll be honest, as much as I love chili yeah. in certain soups. Having those during the summer just does not appeal to me. No, no, absolutely not. So I'm looking forward, and I've already been thinking about, okay, when's the first time that we're going to be able to make chili? Mm. And which one are we going to make? Because we've got three really good recipes. Oh, that's what I was just going to say. And they're all slightly different. Yep. And they, they're all good, and sometimes we do them for different purposes. Yes, yes. And, and maybe what we're going to do with the leftovers or somebody coming over. Yeah. So that and the soups. I think I'm looking forward to to the food aspect. Okay. It, to me, fall and then going into winter is a little bit more cozy. Mm. And then there's also, we're not going to go outside and do much. <laughs> so right now, sometimes I just want to stay inside. Yeah. And I, you know, I feel bad telling the kids, you need to go outside and play <laughs> when I don't want to go outside. But I burned it. Oh, I've okay. earned it. Okay. All right. I'm but looking forward to camps too. In the winter, we can't ever do that. Camps too. Or um, Brunswick stew. Brunswick stew. I don't. I've never made camp stew. I'm not really sure what it is. I think it's very similar. Yeah. With that. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to out. that. There's, there's dangers recording on the front porch because apparently the mosquitoes have returned. Ugh. Fantastic. And it must be that time. I don't know. Yes. I am not so. looking forward to the time change for us though. I don't like the time change either. Yeah, because like here getting dark so early. it gets dark at like 5 p.m. And then right now it's getting dark somewhere between 8 and 9. Well, it's probably a little earlier now, but uh, during the height of the summer, it's between 8 and 9. And so to go so drastic to 5 p.m. is crazy. I do not enjoy that. The good thing for me about the time change is that when I take the kids to school, I will be able to see again. That's true. Because when we start the school year, it's okay. But where we are currently and have been for the past several weeks, when I take them to school, I cannot see because the sun is right in my eyes. Right. So that that's a good thing about the time change yeah. with that. For sure. So, yeah. Okay. So... What other questions can we have? We're just having a, a general conversation here on the front porch. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, just just asking what other questions. I feel like we need to get the porchies involved in this because we can talk about our week, but maybe our week's not all that interesting. So share with us your questions. What should we be talking about? Well, our week is interesting, and <laughs> it is exciting, and people tune in to listen to it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yes, but if they have things that they want us to address, they should by all means send us suggestions Absolutely. for topics or just questions that you want us to 
to answer on a fly or fly by mm-hmm. both of those, you know, not necessarily go into to deep uh, details with anything. We do have a couple of special episodes that I hope we can get recorded in the next month. Okay. And I'm going to say more of it is on me than you because I'm going to end up doing the bulk of the research on it. Well, since I don't know what so, you're talking about, then I'm going to uh, say, yeah, you're well, right. as I don't know. It's been quite a while that we promised some special episodes that we talked about and we haven't delivered yet. So Mm -hmm. we're going to have to deliver. So you may have to quit having some extra meetings so you can do some research. You know what? That sounds actually quite lovely to me. I think you should do it. Next time they ask you, hey, (laughs) we need to schedule these meetings and they're all at night because you everybody pretty much has a, a real job. You need to say, I'm sorry. The Front Porch Sessions podcast comes first. That's right. And I'm <laughs> going to need to go do research for upcoming episodes. Okay. I'll have to get you to write that out in a script <laughs> form for me. No, you just remember. <laughs> just play him this portion of the podcast. Okay. You should just look at him and say, are you not you not a porchy? <sighs> if you were a porchy, you would know I cannot commit to that there this week. Go. Because I have to do research for upcoming podcasts. Yes. Yeah, so some of those would be special ones we do have. Uh, we're going to come back to the music one. And I'm really surprised nobody, as far as I know, nobody has mentioned the fact that on the last episode, I said we were on our fifth recording of that, we had actually completed one, and I felt like we fought too much in it. (laughs) And nobody was asking about what or why or anything of that nature. Well, because it's kind of awkward, and I think (laughs) I said... No, there are people that would be, why why did you guys fight over, and why didn't you go ahead and put that one out? Well, and... I still do not believe we fought. I believe we disagreed. I think we probably um, were a little bit more animated with our disagreement. Now, if you felt like we fought, then that might tell me a little bit more about where you were standing with things. (laughs) You are a little bit more passionate on your side of the table, and that's fine. Um, And I was totally fine, because really what we ended up releasing was uh, a superior product in comparison. But um, you were very worried about it. Like, your transition from okay, we're done to, we're going to have to do that again. It was very quick, but it was very certain. It was. Okay, so you think it was okay. I mean, we're going to have that discussion, but it's something that you don't care about. (laughs) You don't, for the most part, you don't care about. Yeah. And to me, I think I do. (laughs) And I think that, when you say that, but again, we'll come back to that. Uh, I don't want to lay out the other topics that Mm. we have. Mysterious. A mystery one. But I know. Yes, you know, because we've okay. talked about it. Uh, we also tend to have a somewhat regular-ish episode on food. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to do one of those coming up, particularly as we start to change the season. So mm-hmm. I want to look at some of the things that we like to do and bring in some of those I like that idea. ideas. But, yeah, if you have something that you want us to address, let us know. If you have a topic that you want us to do, because we're going to do a, a few of those. We also are going to need... Um, suggestions for the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> I was wondering if you've were been working on an idea. I do have a vague idea, but we're going to have to work in advance, <laughs> not on the fly with that one. Right. We cannot do the 12 days of Christmas song again. Okay. Because we did that last time. Right. And it was hilarious. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But I, I have a vague idea, but if okay. you have an idea uh, for the 12 days of Christmas... Yeah. Go ahead and let us know that early enough so we can start planning for that. Yes. Uh, if you need my Christmas list, let me know. I go ahead and get that out to you. 
I don't know. I'm just uh, wasting time right now. Uh. So, well, what's new with you? The dreaded question. Why do you hate this question so much? Well, this week I don't because I'm prepared. Okay, but you should be prepared every week because virtually every week I ask it. Well, generally, I think that I really don't have all that interesting of a week. And so coming up with something that's new to me implies something that is unusual or something that I've never experienced before. And that's a lot of pressure. Okay, so you're reading too much into the question. I'm sure you're shocked. I am. I am totally shocked. (laughs) I'm shook. I'm dead. I don't know. So, yeah. Okay, so what's new with you? This last week, I had the opportunity, the privilege, to go to a Masonic temple. And I belong to a historic preservation board. And we meet just a few times a year. And before COVID, they met, they met some place that was asking for consideration for the National Register. But since I have been on the board, that's not happened. And this was my first opportunity to do that. And it was at Masonic Lodge. And it was amazing. So none of the meetings you've been to since you've been on that board have been at an actual location? No, there was one that was supposed to be, but there was so much ice that morning. There had been an ice storm. And that's the one you attended virtually Um, that you started with? Or did you just not able to do that one at all? I couldn't do that one at all. Okay, but they had canceled the tour part thing. No, they did. They, they went in and did the they tour? Did the okay, tour. so there was just too much ice for you to be yes. able to get there safely. Yes, yes. And then COVID happened, and all those were virtual. Yes. But you did have one somewhere at some point that you went to, but maybe it was just, we're going to have the meeting, we can't do everything else. Yeah, we, okay. don't, we don't go and tour places. This was our first one. All right. And actually, we ended up going to three locations, and then we did the meeting in the afternoon back at the Masonic Lodge. But I, I love different odd groups that we really it's secretive groups oh i just love them i'm so fascinated by them and so to be able to go into a temple to go into the deepest darkest recesses of it and work our way up it was man it was so thrilling and i realize that makes me sound super geeky but i don't even care it was so cool we had uh two masons and a female, and I'll explain that in just a minute, walk us around, and they served as our tour guides. And so with every room we went into, they explained. I didn't think about it at the time, but they gave us a very simple, nondescript explanation of what happened in that room. At the time, I was just the wide-eyed, crazy person that was so excited to be there that it didn't click. Oh, they're not really giving us information. They're just sharing this is a room where we have induction ceremonies. And this is the room where we store our gowns. Like, it just wasn't very detailed or specific. And you, you expected them to tell you more? I wanted them to tell okay, me Okay, you more. wanted but I you weren't really it. expecting well, it. Well, frankly, hon, I did not expect them to show because, us what they showed us. Okay, because if somebody comes, you know, to my stuff, I'm going to be very vague, too, and I, I don't want you to know what I have. Well, when they took us into their main meeting room... I gasped and I giggled because I was so excited that we got to see it. And they did explain a little bit about, okay, these chairs are for this and this is a setup for that. 
And I did not know until that very day that there is a female version of the Masons. They're called the Eastern Stars. And the female that was in this group that was showing us around was an East, or is an Eastern Star. And so she was a little bit more forthcoming about what their meetings looked like. And there were certain chairs around the room and they stood for this and stood for this. But again, I was just a sponge soaking it all in. I didn't stop to say, but what does that mean or what does what's this actually look like because i have a decent idea now of okay this is their meeting space and this is how they sit and so and so calls them to order that sort of stuff but what actually happens and what are they oh man it was just so awesome and confusing and wonderful and i i need to find somebody that can tell me more <laughs> because by the way there's not a whole lot of information out there about what their secret society does they're philanthropic they have like you can find some basic information about their roots and their history but much more specific i'm not finding that kind of information so i am just captivated by it so that was kind of the exciting day i have not told you this one little story i'm going to try to tell it very quick um when we were there, we were taken around the building and one of the other board members got there too late. And so at the very end of the meeting, I said, you've got to see this room. Uh, and I asked one of the other people, can I walk her back upstairs to the meeting hall? Oh, sure. Take your time. So I walked her back up there and it's so it's just her and I in this holy of holies i mean it was this very sacred room and so i was telling her everything that i remembered and was explaining everything that i could remember and i in the middle of the room was this almost altar looking fixture and i had noticed it when we had done the tour but when i was up there with just her and i i noticed there were hinges in the top now this altar had basically kneeling pads all the way around. It's sort of a little bit of a rectangle, but there were hinges telling me that that was a lid. And I think you'll be happy to know I did not lift the lid because I already felt a little bit like a trespasser being in there, period, but then certainly being in there without another mason that I thought, I really can't do this. But so cool so very cool i really need more information so if we have any porchies that are related to a mason or yeah i just i want to know more that's what i want to know so that is what's new with me i've been a masonic temple and it was awesome that was the highlight of my week what is new with you she says almost testing you like can you beat that <laughs> So your the highlight of your week was not spending time with me or your family. Nope. I see how it is. Um, I'm gonna own that. <laughs> no, mine mine's exciting in its own way. So I have, okay. uh, I slept with a sleep mask <laughs> twice this past week. So there you go. <laughs> and I've done it once before, but twice this past week with a sleep mask. There you go. <laughs> Did you expect something different? I very much so did. It comes with its own uh, pouch, like a carrying case you can put it in. <laughs> it's pretty nifty. It, it doesn't hurt. Do you recommend? Actually, I do. Okay, so here's the deal. 
that when you say that you're going to bed, you do not mean that you're going to bed as how when I say I'm going to bed, mean I'm going to bed. When I say I'm going to bed, I mean I'm going upstairs, I'm going to get in bed, and I am going to go to sleep. You're going to sleep. When you say that you're going to bed, it means you're going to go take about 30 minutes to <laughs> to do something. Maybe wash your face, check your messages, which by the way, after the recording of the last episode, you had said in there that you were going to go uh, at sometime that evening check out George Strait. You said I'm going to bed a little bit later. I'm working on some things. Mm -hmm. I get a text from you about a George Strait song that you like, and it says, this isn't bad. I didn't know that was him. Yeah. So that's what you were doing. And I Uh, said I was. So that's perfectly fine. No, you didn't tell me that you were going to do it then. I I said I'm going to do it tonight. (laughs) Okay. We're just going to leave that. I think you messed with what I said there. So uh, you go up, and you may do that. You may watch TV. You may read a book. And uh, a lot of times I don't go to bed with you. And there have been a few times that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. And I get up there and I'm like, you're not going to sleep? You're like, no, (laughs) I'm going to read or I'm going to, you know, finish this show or something. And and the lights are on. And and typically they haven't bothered me, but they have kind of started bothering me a little bit. And I said, I need to make one or pick up one. We were at a, a store a month ago. And there was one there. I'm like, oh, I think I need to get. No, I'm not going to get that. I can just suck it up. You know. And you just threw it in the the basket, and yep. off solver. you went. And we brought it home. And then one day I went up there, and you were going to read, and I put that on, and it helped block out the light, and I slept great. Yeah. So I did it a couple of times this past week. <laughs> you were reading. I was wanting to go to bed, which I know is a little bit on the unusual side for me, but it helped block out the light enough to make it seem like it was dark in there. Yep. It doesn't hurt. It's very soft. <laughs> uh, you know, typically at some point I will wake up in the middle of the night and take it off. Either I have to wake up to go to the bathroom and hope I don't find a python sitting on the tank of the toilet. <laughs> or it just kind of, you know, you wake up sometimes in the night and take it off. But it, it doesn't bother me. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's, a, that's the most exciting thing that's happened to me. That's the highlight of my week. <laughs> it's no Masonic temple, but I'm it's, really happy for you, honey. You know. It it doesn't it watching my daughter you know play volleyball her first home match doesn't even compare <laughs> to sleeping in a sleep mask. <laughs> that's how great it is. No, I'm just kidding. The volleyball game was better, but no, that's pretty neat that I got the that I've tried that and it actually works. Very and good. It, it was it was six dollars well spent. There you go. So surely I'm not the only one out there that uses that. No, surely not. And just on occasion. So. <laughs> Well, I think that's all I've got. Okay. Oh, not too bad for maybe. This, this one, I don't feel like this is as exciting for Marient, but maybe people listening think it's exciting. I'm sorry my Masonic Temple stories were not any better. Oh, no, that was great. That was the <laughs> highlight of my week. Oh, my goodness, that, that I left and went someplace else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you interpret it however you want to interpret mm-hmm. that. So, well... I think we need to go start doing some research for some future episodes. Sounds like a plan. So until next time, I've been Billy. And I've been Christine. And you've been listening to the Front Porch Sessions Podcast. See ya.